All right, everybody, on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche, the Avs and Stars face off in the preseason with a pretty entertaining overtime period that saw Oscar Olausen pot the winner. We'll talk about that in a season preview for Kale McCarr. We have a grand total of zero segments dedicated to Taylor Swift. You're not going to find that here. New episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Mainly because we just don't care. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Locked On Avalanche. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated make sure to follow us on our social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter x locked on avalanche on instagram questions comments concerns and opinions locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow us on our youtube channel over on youtube hit subscribe get notified when a new show goes live and make sure to subscribe to our subtext as well link to that is in the show notes below and uh, when you do chat with kyle and i one-on-one and we'll read some of uh those those uh, Kale McCarr previews, what people have to say over on uh, subtext. We'll get to those a little bit later, sir. Um, and we're also going to talk about some decisions. We uh, this this is this is going to be tough for for Jared Bednar and the coaching staff because uh, you know we were always thinking like oh there, there's like one spot available, which seems to be the case. And we both had our who who we thought was kind of pretty much penciled in, but I don't know right now. I think, I think things are, are blown up. We'll get to that in a little bit. We got, I just want to talk about the game as a whole to start here. And it was an entertaining one, Avalanche and Stars. This is the first game you saw um, some bigger stars from the Avalanche. I mean, you, you've seen Druen before, but now he was with his supposed line mates with uh, Mika Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon. You got Devon Taves. You got Sammy G. Um, Alexander Georgiev was in goal. I mean, you got you had you had a good amount of Avs players, which was the complete opposite of the one that they just played against in uh, Minnesota. Uh, but overall, uh, it ends in in overtime. They give up a three to one lead um, with the goalie pulled for Dallas. Goes to overtime. Exciting, entertaining overtime period. Tons and tons of back and forth. That's what overtime was designed for. The three-on-three overtime was designed for. And then you had a beautiful drop pass between the legs from Druen, which he's known for, like, you know, his passing right to Oscar Olausen, who kind of takes it off to the left-hand side. And he goes uh, high high side, f- far side, I believe that was, uh, mm-hmm. on, on, the, on the Dallas Stars goalie wearing the Seattle Kraken mask. I love preseason hockey. <laughs> It's awesome. That was Christopher but, uh, Gibson, I believe it was. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was Gibson. Yep, yep. And, so. and you know something that I think that gets lost with that that goal and Druin's pass. If you go back and watch that pass one more time, Druin takes two of those defenders with him. And, and when it's overtime, that's a big deal. That's a really really big deal. And I like the pass was beautiful. And your eyes just kind of float with the puck and watch that the shot take place. But I don't want that to get lost with Druin 
continuing to play the play and taking those defenders out of that shot and allowing that shot to happen. And that circles back to one of the big takeaways in this is kind of getting, like you mentioned, a glimpse of what that top line might look like with mm-hmm. Drew in Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon. And my goodness, I think we could be in for a treat. Yeah. I, I, I think they looked good overall, you know, and those guys didn't play, you know, they were not leading uh, the, the as an ice time, which you don't really expect them to like, they were up there, but you know, they, they didn't have 20 plus while everybody else was, you know, in the teens this is for you know to get those guys some reps, obviously, but this is for you know the 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 younger guys like trying to to make make this squad and and that and that's you know you're not gonna overwork those guys, but from what you got uh, from that top line, yeah, I think I think you're you're pretty excited of 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 what they can do, and you saw it uh, in multiple occasions, including including the uh, power play and. I'm glad you mentioned that power play. Power yeah. play looks good, especially the one that Taser scored on. That's what you want well, to that's, see. Yeah. That that's is, yeah. That's that's beautiful, and that's something you can build on preseason. It's wonderful, but without the that top line and the star power, something else that really stood out to me that mm-hmm. kind of went away towards the end. Boy, the faceoffs look good. Uh, I don't have the stats. Up they they bother, ended up, what's, yeah, what's the the, they ended up losing uh, thirty three to twenty nine on the faceoffs. Mm-hmm. But boy, they're they're winning them when they matter, and that was something That's we talked about so many times last year. That you almost just gave up and went into a defensive mentality so many times last year. Mm-hmm. Just seeing them be so assertive and dominant on the faceoffs. It was so refreshing to see yeah. all game long, and that's something that you really want to see them build on, especially in the regular season. And while you're frozen, but no, and it's not just all right. Sorry. Um, yeah. So it, it, what you said is so true. It's 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 situational because last year you just knew when they needed a a, a big draw win, it wasn't coming. Yeah. And I know it's just the preseason, but it, it's looked so much better. So you you do you feel you know th- th- those power play those first power play face offs like you want to win those. You don't yes. want to lose that where the puck goes. That, that's just 10, 12 seconds that are gone that you could have set up a play. And look what happened in that the one with Taves. Like that was a really quick goal that they got. That doesn't happen if you lose the draw and it's it's sent the other way. So it's a big deal. I, I know. You know, like I said, it's situational, so it's not like you just have to be better. You have to be better in the faceoff, Dom. I'm sorry, you just have you cannot be as bad as they have been. And I think that was part of the decision making and going to get the guys that they did with Colton and Johansson. And you know, McKinnon's got to be better in that aspect, obviously. So I, I think I think you're going to see an improvement there. Um, I the the Drew in thing. I'm so glad he got like a, 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 a the the winning assist on that because. About a minute earlier, one of the kind of boneheaded plays, and, and you know, I think it was Lekkinen who he just slammed into, which could have been disaster. I mean, that, that's you don't want to see that anyway. But in overtime, that could have been disastrous because yep. it, that that could have led to uh, that could have led to, to the game winner. But he he kind of righted himself and got an assist for it, which is good. Um, no, many would say he's in midseason form. <laughs> so. Other guys that looked good, kind of, you know, the the 
the big names thought they played great and it mm-hmm. was noticeable when they out where they're out there right we you know when when Ken was out there flying around you, it, it was noticeable um for the other guys i i continue to be impressed with riley tufty mm-hmm. he had another goal early on so he's playing very well um i thought i think kiviranta continues to look pretty good and play very well um i I think he, he's got a future, but right now Sam Malinsky is just struggling. That thank you. Yeah. I completely he, agree with you there. Yeah. It, it it's just like he it's another game where he does some good things and then some bad things. And he did like the bad things are glaring where he just doesn't have enough like umph on a pass and it's just it rolls off his his blade or he just makes a bad turnover. And then you see some of what he could do. He's got the, the potential with a nice pass here and there, or even a, a solid shot on net. Um, but I just think the the tough plays are outweighing the good, and that's not going to fly right now with where the Avalanche are at. He wasn't going to be a, on the defensive pairing to begin with, right? We're not we're not yeah. saying that. But you wanted him to be like to to kind of show what he can do. In case of, you know, we, we need to, the call up and he still might be that guy. You never know. But I think he's just struggling game in and game out right now. And what it screams to me is he's not ready for the NHL game. It feels like the game is too much and too fast for him. And he's having to overcompensate, which ends up like in that first game, ends up in the penalty box three times. And now it just feels like he's getting beat trying to adjust to not be so physical and make those boneheaded plays feels like he's trying to overcompensate for the speed of the game and he's just not there yet it's not so much a glaring thing i just feel like he's not ready just a little bit more ahl time yeah we might be okay but it, he's not there yet which is okay i mean this is his first go at it right so he's there is going to be some adjustment period it's not where i'm saying like get rid of the guy no i'm, I'm nowhere near that it's just it's tough sometimes for for these guys even though he played college all four years uh it's it's a it, it's a different level, yep. <laughs> clearly. So uh, I do. I, I I like the good that I see and the bad. I think you're right. I think it's just he, you know, just trying maybe a little bit too hard, or the you know the panic comes into play really quick if he just fumbles the puck for a split second because it's such a faster level. He's thinking, you know, I got to do something with this immediately, and he just he screws things up. So. Um, I, yeah, I think just getting to the AHL level, getting comfortable there only benefits him. So, um, yeah, go ahead. What you say? No, I, it's when we're talking about Kale McCarr and Devon Tays, like Devon Tays, like the hockey IQ decisions, mm-hmm. that's something you make when you're in front of the game and you can control the game. Malinsky is making reactionary decisions and it's fight or flight and it's just the wrong decision most of the time. So he needs to get up to the speed of the game to take advantage of hockey IQ decisions. All right. Well, let's talk about some of these uh, decisions that Jared Bednar needs to make because uh, they're not making life difficult. They're not, they're making life difficult for him. They're not making it easy for him right now with these past, these last uh, couple slots that need to get filled. What do we think is going to happen? Uh, we'll talk about that next, but first we're going to talk about eBay motors. You got passion, drive and patience. What brings home The winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. 
whether you're into speed, power, or style. That's like that just like sum up, sums up Nathan McKinnon, speed, power, yeah. and style. eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, Kyle. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, so only two more games to go for the Avalanche before the meaningful games start. Um, When we kind of were predicting lines, I think we were all in agreement that, and and this this comes after the the Tatar signing, right? Mm -hmm. It's your fourth line. Who's on that line? And you're pretty confident Logan O'Connor is going to be there. Well, I just thought was invisible during this preseason game. Uh, for a minute, I forgot he was even in, on the ice, uh, which is fine. I, I don't think he's really, you know, it, it's him, uh, Cogliano when he's healthy, and then who's your center? And I think going into this preseason, we were like, well, it's Ben Myers. I am not sold he has that spot right now, Kyle. Um, I, I was wanting to see a lot out of Ben Myers. And while I don't think he's been bad, I think there's other guys who've been better. Yep. And who have kind of earned that last spot. Again, I don't think Ben Myers is playing terrible. But I think that there, there's some guys that are really putting forth the the effort that if I know Jared Bednar is going to give those guys the look before Ben Myers. You know how we were touting how great that third line's going to look yeah, Colton and both of the Devils on both sides. I think I know how this fourth line's shaping up, and we'll find out Tuesday and Thursday with our last two preseason games. But I have a feeling that fourth line is going to be spelt SSO win on two of them and uh-huh. Tufty in the middle. See, but that's my problem because I, I I like what Riley Tufty's doing better than than anybody else on the team in his you know where where he sits right. And the game that we couldn't watch in Minnesota, apparently they tried him at, at center and it didn't really go so swimmingly. So this is where it comes like, this is where it could get a little difficult because, I mean, I think he can play the center position, but I don't know if he's comfortable doing it with the style of play that the Avalanche have. I don't see him as a play driver. I don't see him as that. And I see him as like, he he does a lot of good, uh, like grunt work and cleaning up like a, a lot of stuff like I see him doing that right place right time do I see him as a centerman driving plays no and I think that might be the 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 not want to say downfall for him but if like where, where do you put him like if I'm not going to put him at the center position where do I put him well he's not going on Logan O'Connor's wing and he's not gonna take Andrew Cogliano so I kind of feel like he's in a tough spot right now because there's nowhere to put him if you want him to play on the wing. Well, with what he's been doing this preseason, well, I mean, what's it going to hurt in that LA King game? If he if he struggles at center, throw him out left wing. And then do what? Olofsson is I a mean, center. 
See, but that, that, but I know, but then, but I mean, oh, are you, are you right. saying like, are you saying like that, uh, like Cogliano is not starting the season? Why would you? Like, I mean, if, if he's ready to go, I think he's going to go. Is, is, if I don't, I, don't I say give him, mention. I say I, give him the time. No, I, yeah, I think they will. But if he's not ready to go, then no, I think you put Tufty at a wing spot. Um, I would put Olafson or Kiviranta at a center spot. And now then I, you have Logan O'Connor on your other wing. I, I, I just think those guys are outplaying Ben Myers right now. Uh, and, you know, I think LOC is starting to, unless he starts to show up a little bit, I He'll think be fine. he'll be yeah, fine. He needs I'm to not step up. He, but but this is not like they know what they're getting from him. Like I, I he's not in a position where he, they're they're concerned about Logan O'Connor in the preseason. They're not. They're not. He, 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 he's not going anywhere. No, now if you remember, we going back, like going back to our grades, we know what LOC can be. Right. I don't think they're going to to demote him based on his performance in the the preseason. No, they they will they will uh, address him and how he's doing based on regular season games, not preseason games. He's he's earned that right at least. And the term demotion is kind of like we're eternally banishing them to the AHL or a different roster entirely, which is not entirely true. We still have the two games to shape it up and you never know what's going to happen in those last two games. Yeah. But that if you're going off sole performance right now, it's going to be hard to say these guys have not played their way. You saw how Tufty was celebrating after that goal. Yeah. That, that, that is hunger that and well, we're waiting on guys like LOC and like I know you're kind of high on Kiwi Ronta, but I still would like to see just a little bit more from him because I thought he looked good, man. I thought he looked a, good. I thought uh uh Olafson looked good. I, I thought Ivan Ivan looked good. Face off um, machine. Yeah, I mean, like I, I just feel like there you could even throw him into but I think his I think his natural position is a wing. I don't think yeah. his natural position I, I don't know. Um but I don't know, like, and here's the other part. Like, if you don't, if you don't put Tufty on, you know, on the opening night roster, you have to put him on waivers. Yeah. And the way that he's performed, someone might scoop him up. So I don't know. Like, it, it, this is tough. This is going to be really tough for for the Avalanche to make some of these decisions. Um, but I, 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 the, the focus here for me is Ben Myers. And I really like Ben Myers, and I, you 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 see the speed, but it's as soon as uh, you know he, he defenders kind of close in on him, he doesn't have the capability to get past them, or or make some sort of move where he's even setting up, uh, you know, a line mate where he can find them, you know, crashing or something like that. It's it's just he he he'll get the the puck in in the neutral zone. He'll go into the offensive zone and lose the puck over and over and over and over again. I I, I don't I would almost rather see him at a wing position where he can maybe benefit off of kind of like how Ryan Tuff, or Riley Tufty is doing this, just right place, right time. Because for whatever reason, uh, Ben Myers just cannot drive plays. Yeah, and I—it's almost like a system overload. It's like Doctor Strange; you can see all the timelines at once. And I feel mm. like it kind of overloads Ben Myers at times, where he just kind of swallows the puck and then loses it. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, 
and when it comes to p- putting players on waivers, Kiwi Ronta is still a PTO. So that comes into play with it, I believe. Like if he signs, I don't think I got to look it up because that 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 that's a weird thing with a PTO where I don't know. I'll look it up when we're done here, but because I think if he like accepts that PTO, I think they can just put him right down in the AHL because nobody yeah. wanted him to begin with. So um, I don't think you sign that guy to a PTO, and then if he doesn't make your opening squad, I don't think you release him to waivers. I I almost certain of that, but. Yeah, and that's that's how correct I'm me if at, I'm wrong in the comment section, please. And that's how I'm looking at like when their their play style. Like you're on mm-hmm. PTO, you're not committed to a deal. No. Like at any time, like we could say, hey, LOC, Kiviranta, like you could, yeah, you could because commit to LOC and let Kiviranta go prove it somewhere else because you know what you have here, and this is just not enough when it comes to the balance and the yeah. sum. Because you could say to him, like, hey, you know, we want you to sign uh, the PTO or or the contract, but you're not going to be with us on the avalanche. Like, we'll have to send you down. He could say, I'm pretty confident in how my preseason went and somebody else saw that and picked me up. I don't want to sign that. And then then he then he's gone and he can go wherever. Um, So I do, man, I, I if I were to predict it right now. And Cogliano is not starting opening day because he's still not 100%. Um, it's Logan O'Connor for sure. Um, I think it's 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 Riley Tufty, and I think it's Kivy Ranta, if you ask me. Hmm. I think that's my fourth line for for opening night. I would I, I, I would I would agree with Tufty LOC, and I would do anybody with the last name. Last four letters is S S O N. One of those two, and yeah, I mean, we we're talking Oscar Olauson. Like, uh, he's had a good preseason. He still does some things where you're like, just a little bit more down there, man. Just a little bit more. It's like if the puck stays on his stick and he can fire it, it's it's NHL level. But there was a lot of times where the, that puck just rolls off his stick, and it's almost like a wide receiver not like looking the ball into like his hands. He's not looking; he's looking elsewhere, and he'll whiff on a puck. And he did a couple times, and he overran the puck on. He was the drop back. He was the slingshot on on the power play too, and completely overran the puck. He went back and got it, but it's just it it it's a it's, it's like an air ball. <laughs> and and quickly to finish it out on Kibiranta. With that PTO, it's not like the Avalanche have a lot of money to commit to that. When you can, no. we're, we're talking about who's fitting on that fourth line. Yeah, you're also going to have to commit money to Kibiranta to be on that opening night roster. You do, but I think they can work that out because it's not going to be too much. So we shall see. Uh, comment away, please, on that. Would love to know people's thoughts on what this fourth line is looking like right now. So um, I'm sure we will. We'll see some more cuts and things like that. That'll kind of give us a clearer picture here in the near future. Um, all right, let's hear from AG1, and then we're going to get into Kale McCarr. Uh, but AG1 is our next partner. It's a daily foundational nutritional supplement that supplements or supports whole body health. Kyle and I drink this stuff daily. We had some uh, – I, I know I did. Well, I'm older than Kyle. And I don't like saying that all the time, but I am. It's just the reality of the situation. And uh, you want you don't want the bubble guts when you when you when you yeah. There it is, that wonderful coffee can of AG One. And this stuff helps with that. This stuff just genuinely just makes you feel better. 
you just put a scoop of it in morning in your morning water or whenever else throughout the day if you want to but i do and i think kyle does too in the morning we take it and it just gets your day going and you feel good you just feel good from taking this stuff like we said it's a new uh it's a foundational nutritional supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support the whole body health and it replaces your multivitamin probiotic and more in one simple drinkable habit it helps you build your health and foundation is first if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then you have got to try ag1 and you get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase so go to a drink ag1.com slash nhl network that's drink ag in the number one.com slash nhl network check it out You'll thank us later, and so will your gut. All right, uh, season preview time. We're kind of making our way through these, and uh, Kale McCarr is up. This is one of those where it's just like we know we have an all-world guy here. Uh, we don't need to really talk about what he's done in the past, but I will bring up his stats from last year just because. Um, and more or less like what to expect this year from him. Um, because he's already kind of feeling aches and pains, which doesn't make you feel good as an Avalanche fan. But he he is practicing. He hasn't obviously played obviously played in anything preseason wise. But I think you know once the regular season comes around, he'll be good to go. Um, and you're just expecting another otherworldly season from him. Why would you not? Yeah, and of course it's concerning. You know, you hear. Yeah. the injury thing going into the year and then you're like is this going to be the narrative all year and then then panic sets in is this going to be the what kale mccarr would have been if he didn't have to struggle with this yeah no, but it's one of those that you would like to see kale mccarr we don't want to see him play otherworldly because guess what he has the forwards in front of him now where he doesn't have to he could just settle in do kale mccarr things right. it just you don't have to push it like you did last year, just to survive and win games. I would like to see Kale McCarr in a more controlled kind of... I don't think that's him. <laughs> I don't well, think... Like, especially he, he, he coming is... off the injury. I, I don't want yeah. to see him just like full of that vim and vigor and full of cookies on the bench and then just <laughs> like be right back on the injury reserve. Like You just kind of want to see him take I it do... easy and settle in. Well, I do want to see him play less minutes per game. I'll yes. say that. Like, I don't want to see him playing 28, 29 minutes per game. That's just, I know he can do it now because, you know, he's in the best shape of his life. And, you know, he's only 25 years old, 24 years old. Um, but you're putting a lot of mileage on that car. And he's going to be going to eBay Motors pretty soon. To <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you don't want, you don't want the burnout to come a lot earlier than it should. So I would just like, you know, he's going to play a ton of minutes, right? It's not like I want him to go down to like 20 a game. He's going to be in like the 24, 25 range. And I'm seeing, you know, that the difference between 25 and 29 is a lot, especially, you know, in the NHL. That That's that's just doing that game after game is taxing. So it's the one area where I like to see things toned down. Other than that, when he's out there, he's not stopping. Like he, he, he is going to want to put his stamp on every single shift that he's out there and you want to be the best player on the ice when he is out there. So 
Um, but I think he's he's smart. You know, he's not he's not going to put himself in a situation where he's he wants to hurt himself. Injuries happen to anybody. So I don't think you can play with that in mind of like, oh, I hope I don't get hurt this shit. No, you just go out, do what you, do your job. For him, it's, it's he does it better than anybody else in the league, and you just play your game. I don't think he can. He, you shouldn't prevent him from doing what he knows how to do best, just because you're afraid he might get injured. Yeah, and I'm I'm saying that solely because I'm talking to Kale McCarr right now. I'm I kind of hope he's listening right now. Kale, hmm. how's it going? But <laughs> you don't have to play like you did last year out of survival. You're not hmm. games don't hang in the balance on you this year. We just need you to come in and be Kale McCarr. Not you don't have to do the heroics to win it. Like it's a different mentality going into this year. We just spent the whole first segment talking about the fourth line for crying out loud. Hmm. Like this team is okay. We just need you to go in and be Kale McCarr, not right. the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I get that. And 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 you would think like the if they can stay healthy, um, it's pretty, you know, you should have four pretty good lines. So um you don't want, I mean, there's gonna it's hockey, right? There's games yep. where it's gonna be close. So uh it, if it comes down to you know the the final few minutes of the game, then you're going to be out there and you're the one that's going to want to step up and make the play. But you have the team in front of you to let's hope it doesn't get to that so many yeah. times. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying with that. You could be more, um, you could pick and choose your moments more and it's not all on you. You could be more selective and you could get, you could get the points, you can get the goals, you get the assists. It's not all on you. So you could be more selective and pace yourself for the full 82 and keep yourself healthy in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last year, you know, those injuries ca- came into play only 60 games, but he had 17 goals and 49 points for 66 points. Uh, was a Norris Trophy finalist, which I think surprised some people. But um, you look at those numbers, if you expand those out to a full season, he's he's right up there with the top guys. So um, I think, you know, people are expecting great things from him again this season we'll we'll see how that goes over on subtext um yeah kind of the feeling is the same this is uh once again from madame battle axe she says kale mccarr for president yeah absolutely um she goes i can see him passing last year's 17 goals and his 60 points um she thinks 75 points i think that's a little low Miss Battle Axe. I think 75 is a little low. He's That's health depending. It's health depending. So it is. Uh, Battle yeah. Axe is, might be onto something when it's all um, said and done. But she thinks 25 goals. I think that, yeah. I mean, he could be there. Um, but I think I, I think I would expect them to be in the 90s somewhere. Um, let's see. I think. So health. This is from. Let me see. This one's from. Uh, it's from Easton. Health permitting, he's got 25 goals as well, but he's got 76 assists. That's 101 points total. And he also said, he goes, I think he wins the heart and he wins the Norris. That'll be interesting because if people want to give him the heart, would they also give him the Norris? I don't know. Oh, Nathan McKinnon will be. I don't know. Why do you think... We haven't done Nathan McKinnon yet, but I think he's going to be. If Kale McCarr gets the heart, and Nathan McKinnon just kind of like, okay. but it's, I wonder if they give the defenseman the heart, like would, would they give the Norris to somebody else? They're just like, no, you, you got, you got the award. That's maybe like one up from the, from the Norris. We're not going to give you both. Of <laughs> that's how Roman Yossi gives it. 
It's interesting. <laughs> um, this one's from Vargar. Um, Makar, 30 goals. He agrees 101 points as well. But he thinks he misses, you know, 10 games. Yeah, 72 games. Um, he thinks that puts him second on the team in scoring behind Miko. So Miko's mm-hmm. going to lead the team. Makar is going to be on second with 101 points. So he doesn't think McKinnon's even going to get 100 points. That's, again, another – when we get to that season preview, if he could do the full 82. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are the three we got there from people on subtext. Um, yeah, so, I, I, man, if he doesn't hit 100, I think he's going to be darn close. I think he's going to be above 95 this year, if you ask me. Oh, what if he goes 99 into game 82? That's going to be so much fun. And that la- the last game of the year, that's against Edmonton. So if he's if he's at 99 and they're going in, in that into that game and that game is meaningful, he's getting 100. He's absolutely getting 100. That is going to be like the Alex Ovechkin, uh, you know, get the hat trick to get the 800th goal. Like he he's going to go off, and because that's where you want, you know, your stars. That, that's the memorable moments. If the game is meaningful, yeah. if it's not meaningful, he's going to be out there for you know 10 minutes, and and who cares. So we shall see. Um, and the last thing they want to bring up, it's also Kale McCarr related. The If you follow us on social media, you saw this. The NHL posted a very odd graphic of Kale McCarr and Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. And it said, nine days till puck drop. And you see this a lot on, on social media where, where people will say, oh, you know, like, uh, well, I'll use Kale McCarr, like, eight days until puck drop and they'll put Mm -hmm. Kale out because he's number eight. The problem with the graphic is the Red Wings don't play in nine days. The Avalanche don't play in nine days. And Kale McCarr is not number nine. Mo Sider is not number nine. And these two teams aren't even playing each other when they do play their first game. Like it's the most confusing graphic I think I've ever seen. They put up nine days until puck drop and they put, a pl- two players up of guys that are playing for teams that are not playing in nine days and not against each other and don't wear number nine. And <laughs> neither one out. of their numbers, there's no math you could do to have nine <laughs> be the outcome. Come up with nine. <laughs> no addition, subtraction, division, none. It's Gary Bettman math for you. I, it was, I saw it and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where they were going with it. None of it makes sense to me. So I thought it was hysterical. Uh, we'll end with that. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't got the chance to go check it out, please. It's pretty funny. Try and find the meaning behind it's, it. It's pretty funny. I, I thought, like, and they're getting ripped for it. I thought it was going to get taken down. Oh, no, it's still up there. They're riding with this one. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Comment away in the comment section for anything that uh, we talked about here on today's episode. And definitely subscribe to our subtext so you can get your... Uh, your season preview and into the season when we do uh, game predictions and uh, uh, analysis after the game, we're going to take them from uh, subtext as well. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Really, really appreciate it for Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli, and this is the Locked On Avalanche podcast, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.